You're listening to Life Simply Better with Zoe Galitzis. This is episode one, Start Your Less Busy Life. Do you wish you could stay caught up at work without logging on at night? Do you wish you had plenty of time for your family and for taking care of yourself? If you're feeling overwhelmed by the never-ending stream of emails, meetings, and laundry, then Life Simply Better is for you. This is the podcast for busy working moms who are already experiencing success in their careers, but want to simplify their lives and create more time for what matters most. I'm your host and coach, Zoe Galitzis, and you can find out more at lifesimplybetter.com. Hello, busy working moms. Welcome to episode one of the Life Simply Better podcast. I'm Zoe, and I am so excited to be here with you on this podcast. This is my first episode, so it feels a little odd to sit in a room by myself and talk into a microphone, but I'm going to try to get over that and keep going here because I have some really great information that I am excited to share with you. If you don't know about Life Simply Better, uh, Life Simply Better is the website that I created for my coaching practice, and it's all about helping busy moms create the simple, relaxed life that they crave. And in today's episode, we are just going to focus on some easy first steps to get you started. And these are first steps that I think are very doable for anyone, even if you really don't have a minute to spare, you don't want to add anything to your to-do list. Just listen to the podcast and you will pick up on these in no time at all. And if you are like me and you're listening to a podcast while you're on your commute or you're doing housework, no worries. I have notes available. I have a quick start guide to a less busy life that is available from my website that has all of this information for you to refer back to. So just go to lifesimplybetter.com and click on the link to get started and sign up for the guide there. So let's dive right in and start talking about the first tip. And I should say we are going to cover three tips in this podcast. The first one is around how to get started on conquering email overwhelm. If you are someone who feels like you look into your inbox and you don't even want to know what's there, this tip will help you. Tip number two is going to be about catching up at work, how to find time to stay caught up at work without logging on after your kids are in bed, right? I know a lot of you are doing that, and it's not something that you have to do. There are ways to uh, really work your ideal hours, and we're going to talk about how to get started on that. And then our third tip is going to be around managing and decreasing the stress, exhaustion, and overwhelm that you feel in your life. Who won't want that, right? And these are all things that I use in my own life. So I am a mom to three little boys, and I also work as a senior director at a large consulting firm. So I have a lot of experience with being a busy working mom, and 
I am passionate about sharing what has worked so well for me um, to create a great work-life balance. I'm passionate about sharing that with other moms just like you. So with that, let's dive in now to tip number one on email overwhelm. So tell me if you can relate. If you feel like your inbox is out of control, the emails just keep pouring in. I know in my schedule, I'm in a lot of meetings all day. And unfortunately, emails don't stop coming in while I'm in a meeting or even while I'm sleeping at night. It's just this constant stream. And it's easy to let that get out of control and feel pretty overwhelmed by it. It is overwhelming. If you think about if we had, instead of emails, if those were just pieces of paper that got shoved under your office door every time one came in, you would have a mountain, right, pretty quickly. So it's understandable that it's overwhelming. But the good news is that there is a way to deal with it. And again, we're just going to focus on first steps in this episode. So we're going to talk about kind of just the first baby step to get started with this. But I have a full process that um, when you go through all of these baby steps, they add up to just easily getting your inbox empty every day in less time than you're spending at work now. It's totally doable and this is how you start. So the first step that you're going to take is just to spend a few minutes each morning just on the easy emails. So I know it's so tempting when we go into our inboxes, at least it is for me, you know, you see that urgent email, you see the email that you know is just kind of makes your stomach tie up in a knot and you get sucked into those emails before you get a chance to really clear out the bulk of the emails, which are actually pretty easy to deal with. So what I suggest is that you spend a little bit of time just on the easy emails. Those are the emails that you can really clear out in like 15 seconds or less. Um, They're quick to read. Maybe it's a easy one word or one sentence answer, quick to file, quick to delete. You can just get them cleared out very easily without making a lot of difficult decisions or spending a lot of time on them. So what I'm suggesting is that you just spend a few minutes each morning on those easy emails first. And what that's going to do is start to gradually get your inbox cleared out. And the more you can make a habit of dealing with the easy emails first when you're dipping into your email, the faster you will really make a big dent in your inbox. And of course, Um, there's still going to be those emails that are harder to deal with left in there. And I know that we will be talking about that on a future episode. And I'll give all my tips on those. But again, for now, I want you to just focus on a first step that's really doable and really not a lot of work, not really any effort to add into your day. So have a try at easy emails. All right, on to tip number two, which is all about catching up. So if, again, if your schedule is anything like mine, you're in meetings all day, you're traveling, and there's not really any time in that schedule left over to actually do work or get caught up. And so I think what a lot of people end up doing 
is they have to log on then at night or on the weekend, you know, after their kids are in bed or maybe you're trying to work on the weekend and your kids are, um, you know, wanting to do things and then you feel guilty. It's just not a great balance. So what I suggest is that you really develop a planning system that allows you to get your work done within those ideal hours so that you can be finished with all of your work by 5 p.m. Or even if you're like me, I, I finish at four and leave work at four each day. So the first step to doing this, again, we won't go through the whole planning system here. There'll be future episodes and resources on that, but let's just talk about the first step to that. And the first step is really just to block 30 minutes for yourself every day during your ideal work hours to work on catching up. And so what that looks like is actually putting an appointment on your calendar, marking it as busy, um, so people don't book over it. it. I've seen people even call it hold, do not book, or mark it as private, whatever they need to do to make sure that people aren't scheduling meetings over that time, and you're really holding that time for yourself to make that investment in yourself. I want you to do this during the hours that you want to be working. So if your ideal hours are 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., it should go in that time frame. I know it's tempting to say, okay, well, I, I'll do that, but I'm going to do it at, you know, nine o'clock at night, or I'm going to set aside some time on Sunday afternoon um, because I have so much going on during the week. But this is a new habit that you're forming. And the last thing I want you to do is form a habit of working on Sunday afternoon. So I really encourage you to block this time, again, during the ideal hours that you want to be working. And if that means you need to um, excuse yourself from a meeting or cancel another appointment, go ahead and do that. Um, This time is a really great investment. When you take this time for yourself to get your own work cleared out and stay caught up, you come to your team and come to all of your other work and your colleagues with a much clearer head and you're much more effective. So I just really encourage you to be a little bit selfish here about taking this time and set some good boundaries and really take that time during the day to get caught up. And if you're not sure about what to do in that 30 minutes, you can think back to our first tip and you can delete some more emails, right? How good would that feel to get your inbox totally cleared out? So something to watch out for with this is just putting others' needs above your own. So I know for a long time I would block time for myself and then I would get to that time and all of a sudden there was something else that was more urgent. There was someone IMing me who needed something and I really had to practice the skill of keeping that commitment to myself. I have always prided myself on being very reliable as a coworker and a mom and to other people, um, they can count on me, but I couldn't count on myself. I couldn't count on myself to honor that commitment that I had made to me. So if it helps at first, you can think about this. You can almost pretend it's an appointment with your boss. And when those interruptions come up or there's some distractions coming up, ask yourself, would I be canceling this appointment with my boss to deal with this distraction? 
And if the answer is no, if you would keep the meeting with your boss, then why not keep the meeting with yourself? I really think that um, this 30 minutes spent on yourself to catch up is the most valuable way you can spend your time during the day. Again, you show up as a better person for everyone else when you can spend a little bit of time on your own needs. So that's tip number two is just to block that 30 minutes. And if you don't always honor it right away, don't worry about that. Just keep blocking the time. Even getting in the habit of blocking the time is a great start. So start with that and let me know how it goes. We are going to talk later about how to create a you know, a daily plan and how to really finish all of your work. But again, that's a more detailed, in-depth process that we will be going into in another episode. All right, we are ready to talk about tip number three. And tip number three is my favorite because it is all about decreasing stress, exhaustion, and overwhelm. And this one for me has been, um, this one has been huge for me because Although I think I, um, I hear from other people that I come off as pretty calm and even keel, I promise you, <laughs> inside I tend to be pretty anxious and prone to stress. So anything I can do to relieve that is great. And it's so interesting to me to look at my life and all of the amazing things that I have in my life and everything that I have to feel thankful for. And it's easy for me to step back and be like, wow, I have this amazing family. I have a great career. I have financial stability. You know, we have a safe home to live in, a roof over our heads, so many things to be thankful for. And it's so puzzling to me how I can get stuck in Um, feeling stressed and overwhelmed when really life is going so well. And I think a lot of us would agree to that. You know, we have clean drinking water. There's so many great things going for us. But somehow, day to day, minute to minute, we still get sucked into that feeling of stress and overwhelm and just feeling drained. So my advice on this, my first baby step that I would suggest you take is um, the first step that's part of a bigger process to learn really a new way to process your stress so that you can create that relaxed life that you really crave. And what we're going to do for now, um, again, we will, we will go through more of the process in a future episode or episodes, but just for right now, next time you're feeling kind of stressed, I want you to just stop for a minute and just allow the stress to be there. Our automatic reaction to stress is to try to fight it and resist it and try to solve it. And the problem with that is it actually adds more stress. It's like now we're stressed about the fact that we're stressed out, right? It's really silly when you think about it that way, but that's what we do. That's what our brains do just automatically. And a lot of us who are successful, hardworking, perfectionists, um, people pleasers, a lot of times we try to fix our stress by working harder and doing more. So you feel stressed out about a project that's going on for work and you think, I'll just buckle down and work harder and knock this out. And that may work in the short run to um, make you feel less stressed out, but in the long run, it's 
exhausting for one thing it's not sustainable and it really just makes you busier when we are trying to solve our stress by just adding more and more to our to-do list so we can say well if I do this and this and this then I'll feel better you get busier and busier and that's the opposite of what you want which is to feel more relaxed so I encourage you again next time you're feeling stressed just um, just pause for a minute and just notice that you're stressed and maybe get a little bit curious about what you might be thinking that's leading to that feeling. You know, are you concerned about what other people are going to think of you? Are you feeling pressure to finish something? And why is that? Just get a little curious and do that without judgment. So this is not about beating up on yourself and saying, oh, this is so stupid that I'm stressed out right now when I have all of these other things to be grateful for. This is really about holding yourself with compassion and just noticing without judgment and without reacting to it what's going on for you and how you're feeling. And I know a lot of times I I tell this to people and they're like, you're basically telling me to do nothing. How is that really going to help me? And I realize that this is such an opposite um, direction that you're probably used to going in. Again, you're used to working harder, doing more to fix the problem. And again, what I'm suggesting is that that's great in a lot of scenarios, but when we take it too far, that's what really makes us overly busy. And that's what's unsustainable for us. So yes, I am suggesting that you do nothing. And I'm suggesting that doing nothing can actually be a very good, powerful thing just for the space that you need to process that feeling, to notice what you're feeling, to notice the thoughts that you're thinking, to get curious about those. And then the wonderful thing is that when you take that time up front to process that emotion, then you can move forward and take action from a much more grounded, balanced place. And chances are that action coming from a place of calm relaxation is going to be much more effective at actually solving the cause of your problem than it would be if you had just immediately jumped into taking action from that stressed out fight or flight response. So I hope that tip is helpful to you. I know that one is a little bit more woo-woo, but um, I think this is just the key to everything, to really understanding your emotions and understanding how to start to go from that life of um, overwhelm and anxiety into a more relaxed, balanced place, which is what I think so many of us want and so many of us want to feel. So... To recap, let's recap the tips. Tip number one was getting started on fixing, excuse me, um, getting started on fixing email overwhelm. And that tip was to just spend the first few minutes of each day just on the really easy emails, the ones you can deal with in 15 seconds or less. Tip number two was on catching up at work. And that tip was to block 30 minutes for yourself during your ideal work hours to work on catching up instead of um, saving that time for the weekend or the evening. Really put that on your calendar during the day and stick to it. And then the third tip was on decreasing stress, exhaustion, and overwhelm. And that tip is to, instead of trying to work your way out of that feeling, instead of trying to just solve that 
feeling solve the problem by working harder and taking more action is to just stop and actually process what you're feeling. Notice what you're feeling, get curious about what you're thinking, and do this with a lot of compassion for yourself and without judgment. You're just a neutral observer in that situation. So those are the three tips. I hope these tips uh, really help you get a foothold on that more relaxed, simpler life that you're craving. I can tell you it is totally doable for busy moms who are working full time. And I just really encourage you to take a try at it, even if it's just a really small step. Even if you just do part of one of these tips, that's a great start. And you can just keep adding onto that at a pace that feels comfortable to you. And again, if you want a reference to this, I would really recommend going to the website at lifesimplybetter.com and clicking on the link to, there's a link to get started at the top. There's also a get started button that you should see on the home screen and getting this uh, reference guide. It's completely free. And it just outlines in, you know, very short, um, easy to read steps, just exactly what we talked about. It's great to have in your inbox as a reminder to reference. And I think it'll be a great supplement to that, to this podcast. So thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed episode one. I'm feeling uh, still a little bit awkward talking into the microphone by myself, but I'm also feeling really proud of myself that I did this. And my hope is that um, this is helpful to you. This is really why I'm doing this. Again, it's not totally in my comfort zone, but I know the benefits that I have experienced from applying this process of creating a simpler, more relaxed life in my own life. And that's been with a full-time job and three little kids. And I just want to share that with you. And if I can even have an impact on one person listening out there, I, one other busy mom, um, that will be like the best thing in the world to me. So thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for more episodes and I will talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.